world. It's your past first point guard and trail Blazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's show, more of my conversation with Danny Morang, the host of Danny and Dusty, the 12 to 3 on 1080 Fan here in Portland, or wherever you get the internet on 1080thefan.com, plus the host of the Jack Ramsey's podcast. If you missed part one of our conversation, it's waiting in your feed right before this one, or for a YouTube listener, is the video right before for this. Danny and I are going to get into everything, including the strangeness of the Blazers' small ball experiment. Here's more of our chat. I'm not really concerned about the first unit playing slow. I just think it's a, like, it's a reality, Mm -hmm. you know, like Dame is one of the best half-court offensive players I've ever watched play basketball. So I'm cool with letting him cook the way he prefers to season the food. Um, when you're getting like a 1.1 point per possession out of your point guards half court over a decade, yeah. you're doing you're doing pretty good. Well, like early on when when Chauncey was here, and it's, it totally makes sense. New coach wants to like, hey, we're going to run our stuff, uh, and it was clear that Dame just wasn't super comfortable doing some of the stuff that he wanted to do. And they kind of then they went back to saying, okay, let's match up hunt, let's run pick and rolls, let's match up hunt, let Dame pick out his spots. It's like, I think both him and Billups were like yeah, this is better for us, you know? <laughs> like, let, let the superstar do what the superstar does. Yeah, like, yeah. It, sometimes it really is that simple. It it mostly is that simple. You Like, in high leverage moments, there's chances to do different stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. the NBA just comes at you every day. You just, you play Monday, you play Wednesday, you play Saturday, you play Monday, you play Tuesday. You It's like, you just, like, you might as well run what you're bet. This is play the hits. Talk- Play yeah. the hits, baby. Mike, Mike D'Antoni says, "Let's every time down the floor, let's do what we're best at. Why wouldn't we do what we're best at? He's done that in a lot of different flavors. He played incredibly fast in Phoenix, comparatively. And then when they then they played comically slow in Houston because that mm-hmm. was what his best, like at some point, turn it over to the best dude on your team and let him do what he does best. But the intrigue of saying, okay, Dame sits, Let's put on, let's just turn up the gas. And, Get weird. And, yeah. yeah. That's, I, that's, that's the thing to me, at least it's, it's like, what does that hybrid unit look like? How does yeah. it execute? How efficient are they? Cause we, we saw the ups and downs of trended in summer league and we saw as effective as trended was last year. What does he look like when he's in a role where he's not totally featured? Yeah. Like, and how, off how, the ball. Yes. And that's because whether it's Dame or Ant, he's going to be pushed off the ball. How do they, how do they find that sweet spot of him getting like, you know, grab and go touches or uh, working in that, those, the spam pick and rolls, whether it's Dame or, or Ant. One of the things he was talking about was uh, getting better as a screener, making those the correct reads and spacing to the corners. One of the things we we in the summer, in summer league, we did see him take and make corner threes. I yeah. Mean, that's, that's he, just one of those weird under- he needs to yeah, shoot exactly. him. Uh, la- last year, there would be some moments where he'd get a, a wing three and he wouldn't shoot it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Okay, uh, well, there's nine on the shot clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> have fun on this back down. Yeah, you like, got 18 like, more feet to go. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's got to shoot it. One of my big things had in the summer league was like, Trenton can shoot bricks. I just want to get him up, like get him up because he's an off-ball guy at his best. And if if that second unit really is him and uh, and Justice, and I don't think Jabari's going to play early. I think he'll get some spot minutes. Yeah, and I think he might earn it in December, in January, in February. But like. I think it's just as early on. I think they're invested in also just like 
veterans play better defense. It's like easier. Coaches prefer that. Yeah. It's trusting uh, the guy's been in the league for years is a lot. Of yeah. For, I mean, like Johnson. every, you know, like Tony Snell would play last year a little bit. It's like, you know why? Because Tony Snell wasn't going to screw up. Now he wasn't going to do it until he did. Yeah. He wasn't going to do anything good. <laughs> like he was going to have zero positives, yeah. but he was also going to have zero negatives, you know? And it was just like, he'll be, he'll stand in the right spot. He'll, he'll run the play the right way. Um, sure. He can't dribble or rebound, but like, <laughs> but you know, there is, there is a comfort uh, with NBA coaches and guys in low F ups, you know, like just yep. like a low, low F ups. And I think early on justice will win out because of, the they don't like F-ups. volatility, man. Yeah. Nobody does particularly on coming off the bench. Like, Hey, we have volatility. <laughs> His name's Josh Hart. He's yeah. wild out there. Like, let's let him go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, if you do have justice and you do have uh, Trendon, that's not a lot of shooting in the front court. Mm-hmm. So you got, those guys have to figure out where they can be best. Uh, and I think that's, that's really intriguing. Um, some nights Drew Eubanks will have to play. Yeah. Whether it be fouls, whether it be size, like Trendon is, it, what's funny is I think, Jabari is listed at six nine. Greg's listed at six seven. I think, and I think Trennan's six seven or six eight. What's really funny about all this is Greg is the tallest of the three of them. Trennan's definitely the shortest. Trennan is, is the shortest. He's like six six and a half, like maybe six seven. Yeah, um, and uh, Jabari's like on the six eight ish side. But Trennan, you can just see, is just strong. He's huge. Yeah. He's, he's he's a bull. But Eubanks is just bigger. Like mm-hmm. You just see them next to each other, even though I think Drew's listed at six, eight, like Drew's probably closer to the six, nine, but he's just a bigger dude. He's and an NBA center. I, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. He's an NBA center where Trenton Watford is a hybrid position. Yes. And like you're sticking Eubanks out there. So Trenton doesn't get his butt kicked physically. Like, yeah. and that's not a shot at him at all. NBA bigs, real bigs for 82. Those guys beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Man. And it's, like I will never, ever, ever forget the first time I was in an NBA locker room. Joel Prisbilla took his shoes off, and I saw his feet, <laughs> and it was terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. And I was like, "Oh my, what do they do to you every single night? They they just mash these giant size twenty two feet under the rim all night long." And I'm like, "No wonder your feet hurt all the time, dude. Yeah. Good God." Yeah, when Jabari was on the show, I was like, "Like, what positions can you guard?" And he was like, one through four, pretty easily." And I'm like, "Well, we'll see." I don't think you can guard NBA point guards. Like, wait, I was like, "Wait till you meet De'Aaron Fox in the open court." But yeah, Quinn, um, Quinn Grimes is one. De'Aaron Fox in the open court is another one. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's not even like one of the elite point guards. I'm just talking like a good offensive player. No, um, just guys but, who are real fast. Exactly. And then, but he was like, "But uh, he's like, I'm not going to say centers because I respect NBA centers." And I was like. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, because like, you I mean, will get what, drop stepped into oblivion, buddy. I know. It's like, I'm not going to like have this, like, someone I don't know. It's like, we've met on Zoom or whatever. I'm not going to be like, no, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be like, hey, hey, Jabari, it's really, it was good to meet you. I really appreciate the time, but like, you can't do that. I'm just telling you right now. Like, add me to the list of haters. But I was like, when he said, like, I, like, NBA centers are too big and too, I was like, that, that's the challenge. And that's, that's, that's knowing. <laughs> And it's sort of the math that the Blazers are hoping. I think some of what they're doing here is saying, we're going to be the team that dictates how you play as opposed to the anti-Terry Stotts. Exactly. As opposed to saying, Hey, this is what they're doing. We're going to match what they're doing. And, you know, and have like a baseline of competence. They're saying we're going to be the weird ones. And when we show up in your building, you have to deal with that. We play Trenton Watford, who, who is 
six, seven and grab grabs and runs every time he gets a defensive rebound. And you're going to have to deal with our size and our speed. At least that's the calculation off the bench. I want to give you, I'm not a hot take guy at all. I don't think anybody would ever call me that. You were a hot take guy, Danny. You've grown out of hot takes. You've grown out. That's how I got into media as I got out. There you go. Um, But I think they're going to end up playing Jabari at the five when it's all said and done. When it's all said and done, I, I think part of the reason why they, they took him and why they looked at him was his size and his ability to rebound. And I think they're good. He's a, he's a phenomenal rebounder for, for his size. Yeah. A freaky deaky rebounder. His numbers in college were incredible. And then he went to the summer league and he was best rebounder in summer league. Beat the hell out of everybody on the glass. Even the actual bigs, which like he, he got into with NBA caliber bigs and held his own. That's why I was like, grabbed offensive rebound against Jericho Sims in the finals where I was like, dang, dang. Like that's a, that's a big guy with um, stupid, stupid. So, athletes. Okay. So I don't believe you. I'll say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I know. And I'm not talking about like right now. I, I'm talking about like when he kind of swings into his game. I think oh, are you talking like being April like, or are you talking? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You no, know, I'm talking like towards the end of this year, like as he starts ramping up, I think they're going to deploy him as a four or five. Well, I will say this. Their, their lineups are so bizarre that he very well might be the tallest person on the court. Um, so yes, it's like the Tim Duncan thing. It's like, he's a power forward. I'm like, okay, but he jumps center. And he's the tallest dude on the court. So I, you tell me, yeah. um, you tell me what Dewan Blair, what position Dewan Blair is playing. <laughs> um, some of y'all listeners are not old enough to know who Dewan Blair is. Google him. Um, Google him Mr. Six, six foot six center Dewan Blair. Six, with right, no right, ACLs. Right, right there with uh, Chuck Hayes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, like, yes, I, I could see him conceivably being the tallest player on the court just saying but i i am i believe that if that's the case they will have uh justice on the court with him to play quote unquote five just because of strength he's 20 years old he turned 20 this week happy birthday jabari and he hasn't still grown into it yet but again against backups i think that's where he can find his because like most teams don't have a dude who's going to eat you alive at the five spot certainly off the bench off the bench yeah so i think that's where it gets a little bit weird yeah, I mean, both DeMarcus Cousins and Hassan Whiteside, two bench monsters, unemployed currently. So, Weird. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see what the league's going to do with talls. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Plus, whatever that action is, they're going to have it. So, if you don't want to bet on the, the NBA's quiet off season, well, you can still get in on soccer as it ro- wraps up here and then gets rolling abroad. You can bet on golf. You can bet on tennis. You can bet on the end of the Major League Baseball season. Whatever it is, you're going to find action right there on betonline.net. Plus, they got articles to make you a sm- smarter better so you can have a better chance to win some money. Don't wait. Go take advantage of this today. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Oh! Right. Here's more of my conversation with Danny Moran. How many teams are better than the Blazers, are for sure better than the Blazers in the West right now? I did this, I heard you do this the other day with uh, with Chuck, and I I think I got to seven so, before I started to like really split hairs of like, mm, okay. So so just let's, let's do the exercise with me. Yeah. Humor me here. Golden State is better. Yeah. Phoenix is better in the regular season. As long as their vibes don't go completely sideways and do what the Blazers did. Yes. The I'm vibes could better. be very bad. Yes. <laughs> the if, vibes... if, if, if the vibes are as bad as 
Portland's were last year, they will blow up. They will just yeah. fall apart. Yeah, and I mean, that, that's a, and that's that's accounting for a lot. Sure, sure. So Phoenix asterisks, yes, yes, talent wise for sure. Yeah. Uh, the Clippers are better. Yes. Denver's better. Yes. And then I get to a, a trio of teams that I think are better. Mm-hmm. I think Minnesota is better. Yes. I think Dallas is better, but I am not sure because they got worse. They're not as good as they I, were last year. I am, I am with you. I am not a Christian Wood believer. He's when, bad. When people were floating on the Blazers. Nick, if you're listening was- to this, Nick, <laughs> Nick, if you're listening to this, Locked on Mavs host, Christian Wood's bad. Yeah, okay, I, go I, on, I, Danny. I'm not that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% with you. Um, but Blazers Twitter was very mad that the Blazers didn't get in on that. I'm like, why? It's not. You already really... have a guy who's going to take frustrating 19 footers. At least <laughs> yes. Jeremy Grant plays on the other end. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, ah. and I don't think Christian Wood really has a position. Like he's a five. That's kind of a four, but he kind of plays more like, I don't know. It's he's he can't physically... defend fives and he's not really good enough to be a four to take those yeah. on. It's... He's a five on offense. He's like a three on defense, but he's too slow to guard threes. So he's it's sort a of a five. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like no, him. So I think... That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make sense. And then, Here's here's the asterisk to that. Beyond Christian Wood, does Luca give a damn? Like as far as his offseason conditioning, because if does, he actually cares in the offseason, my God, yeah, it's just it, that the next evolution, the Pokemon evolution of Luca yeah, Doncic. He, t- he took two months off last year. He took yeah. two months off. Like he's and he's he still up, that dude. Yeah, he's like one of the ten best players in the league, and he showed up like in terrible physical condition to work. I had guys um, in Dallas telling me he was flirting with three bills i mean he's i will say just like from like on my list of like people i have walked by in a hallway uh luka Doncic is the most surprisingly luka Doncic and nico melli shout out to nico melli former pelican great mm-hmm. i was stunned with how big nico melli is but he's out of the league um yeah. so uh luka is as big as a like sneaky big person i've ever walked by it's like he is gigantic Gigantic. I've been I've been told by multiple people who have played against him he's one of the five strongest guys in the league. Yeah, he. I mean, he plays at one mile an hour and whoops your ass like he just rolls over you like you're not yeah. there. It's like and he puts you how? in jail. He puts you in jail. He's like you're on his hip and now it's like sorry, but you're they're never worse. getting around. They're, yeah, they're they worse are. than they are. They, they don't they don't fit together. No, they're worse than they were. Um, yeah. and I listen. I'm like Reggie Bullock's Reggie Bullock's biggest supporter. Okay, <laughs> and Theo. Okay. And they signed Theo Pinson. So like y'all know where my heart is. Uh, I think those, I think Dallas is, is on the questionable Memphis without, depending on a triple J. He's not going to be back until Christmas. Yeah. Like he, like that. That's the thing is like Portland has a chance to like gain momentum early this season. If they can figure some stuff out and make Memphis have to really dig in. And I think that's going to be interesting because Jaron is probably one of the three most underrated guys in the league right now. Like he, he's he, good. He's if you're if if I'm voting, Marcus Smart's like seventh on my DPOY ballot. I've got I had Jaron last year our third. Like he's yeah. he's that good. His I mean, only problem is Mar- Marcus Smart is second on my Celtics, who should be <laughs> yes. Thank <laughs> so, you. Yeah, I really like Marcus Smart because how chaotic and insane. Very he is. good player. Yeah, he's but, really excellent, yeah. but he was not the best defensive player in the league because he also wasn't the best defensive player in his team. Yeah. But you know, sometimes it happens. It does. Um, so Memphis without Triple J is very similar to Portland in terms of yeah. talent. Um, they were so good on defense that we'll see what happens, but there's bound here. to be some regression there. Absolutely. 
absolutely. They 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 lose Kyle. They they lose Melton. Like there's gonna like I know I know that DeAnthony didn't get on the floor for some. He just didn't play enough. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. He's good. He's gonna end up really good. Really good. Unfortunately, just not with him. Um, I think New Orleans, and this is real haterism, and I know who their two best players are. I think New Orleans is worse than the Blazers, but minuscule, like minuscule for me. I'm wondering if the implosion factor is there because Ingram doesn't do anything off the ball. CJ doesn't really, CJ runs. He usually leads the league in distance covered, but when he gets the ball, you're never getting it back. Yeah, like, he wants to dance. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know because Point Zion is, is the best possible version of absolutely. the Pelicans team. Like, absolutely. Six foot six, 270 pound dude getting downhill and crushing. Yeah. It. Shaq with a handle. Like, yes. it's, it's ridiculous. Like, He's so good. Your gravity there is just un- otherworldly. Do they have enough juice creatively without the ball? And do they care enough defensively in the regular season? They're not going to go. What was it? One and thirteen to start the season. Right. Two and 13. Right. Exactly. They're not going. They're, they're going to start really well, but I wonder what the defense looks like and whether there's some frustration factors as far as like who's where in the pecking order because you have two alphas in Zion and and Bi CJ. We know can play that, like the off guy who when one's off the floor becomes the the primary. Totally. But like you're you're asking Herb to cover up a lot and. He's capable. Yeah, he's really good on defense. And, and B.I. is probably underrated defensively because of his size. He just yes. really big. Like just, just being 6'9 really, matters. He's really big. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I think they can be a league average defense just because they're big. They don't yeah. have – they don't play small players. Like they just have a bunch of tall people. They, they, they are the Western Conference uh, Raptors. Right, like, exactly. Like the one small guy in C.J. or Devontae, whoever it's going to be, and then like everybody else is 6'6". Yeah, and people. the Raptors could desperately use a JV who is just like, we have a center in case we need mm-hmm. one. We don't use them very much, but we, we have them when we need them. Um, that's me t- trying to message Messiah Jiri, who's a big, you know, heavy listener. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think th- I worry that the best Zion and the best Brandon Ingram don't play together. No, I, I'm, I'm hundred percent with you there. I don't. So think yeah, I think I, I've changed my tune. I think they are talent wise better than the Blazers, but mm-hmm. I have, I, um, I got a lot of people, people call me a hater and I reconsider my position. Um, so I think they're a little bit worse and the Lakers are a huge question mark because if the Lakers roll out this roster that they have right now today, they are worse than they were last yes. year. They're worse. I, they, I, 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 I'm not buying them anymore. As, as much as I'm a LeBron is like firmly number two all time. Like if you, if you want to argue LeBron's your number one, fine. I don't care. Whatever. I don't trust AD. I have moved beyond like, I don't care how good he is. I don't trust him. He's just, he, he's, he's glass. It's, he just is. And I just, yeah, it, I mean, he's the second best, second best player in the 2012 draft class. So, you know, it's, which is wild. It's wild. But like it's, it's reached that point. He's yeah. missed so much time that Dame has eclipsed. Yeah. Him. Dame's just, when everyone got mad at Dame for being in the top 75 all times, like not even the most egregious choice from his draft class, <laughs> not even the most egregious yeah. choice from his, from his peers, but AD's got a ring. So he does. You know, he, um, that's, that's and listen, he's, he's really good when he plays and he's, he just, has had so many absences and last year he just shot bricks when he was healthy. Um, and it turns I out that bubble thing is, it sounds like it looks to be pretty real. Like yeah. Just, no, the, the no traveling is crazy. No traveling is like, you don't have to no get traveling in, in, in the black backdrops. Yeah, Apparently get, that's yeah. just, 
guys got dialed in and that's what it was. It's yeah. It's um, so yeah, I think the Lakers are probably worse, but the Lakers at any moment could, could it's still LeBron and AD if if they're healthy, then, you know, yeah. So, so, so do you want to play them in the playoffs? Like that's, that's the question is the answer is no. So I think for me, there's four teams that are definitely better than the Blazers. You know, what sucks about this for the the Kings, the Kings did all of this. They still weren't behind the Blazers. I, I, I got I got nothing for them. I, I, I so enjoy. Weird, man. I actually have something for them. I really enjoy the Kings broadcast. Mm-hmm. I think Mark Jones and Kate Christensen are an enjoyable pair. Absolutely. Uh, I Kings like fans Mike, are fantastic. Yeah, I like Mike Brown as a as a human. He's cool. He rides a motorcycle. He has got good vibes. Uh, it's probably underrated coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the eleventh best team in the Western Conference. That's a Sorry. rough start, man. Yes. It's just like, like, oh, we want to make the playoffs, and you make all these changes, and you get a lottery pick, and Keegan Murray's probably the best-performing player at Summer League, and you're 11th best team in the West. Yeah, I just, think if things work out for them, they're the ninth best team in the Western Conference, so congratulations. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think the Blazers are something like that, somewhere between 5 and 10. Um, I, I end up, like, I keep coming back, like, 7, 8. Like, that's where, yeah. like, this, like, the – if you're asking me to, to, to roll the dice every single time, they end up seven and a half. Like that's, yeah. that's the spot that I can see them getting out of that and avoiding the play in. And I can see them being very firmly in it. The crazy thing about this is they will not be out of the play. in. Agreed. hundred percent. They're in the play in the teams after the Kings are going to be the three worst teams in the NBA. Actively bad basketball. The Rockets, teams, yeah. Spurs and, and jazz. Um, and OKC. Okay, and OKC. Okay, okay, the bottom yeah. four teams are going to be the four worst teams in the league because they're actively chasing Wemby. Like it's, I think that's, that's kind of a, um, a weird underpinning of this season of like where records are going to fall because I, I threw money. I'll be honest. I, the second that 40 and a half line came out on Portland, I took the over without, without even hesitating on, on your, on your site that you promo. There you go. Um, they, they, were uh, given, they were given a deposit bonus. And I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> there you go. Betonline.ag. Thanks for sponsoring the program. Yep. Um, uh, please bet responsibly. Don't, yes. don't follow Danny's advice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I think the Blazers are like a 43 win team. Like I've been saying, like you win 39 games by virtue of having Damian Lillard. Yes. So then you win one extra game. There you go. You win a second extra game because you have uh, Amphrey Simons and Jeremy Grant. That's, but that's, that's again, the over. Those four teams, I think those teams are going to be like 25 and under win teams. And Portland is two of them in their division. Yeah, they're going to play I, those four, four, four games. Exactly. They're going to get eight games out of those guys. And I think that bumps their win total up, which may end up being the difference between them being out of the bubble. Yeah, I mean, or be ten, out of the play in. Yeah, I mean, the difference between 10 and six is probably going to be something like four two games ga- or less. Oh, so yeah. two, two games. It's going, yeah, to be it's going to be so tight. So when I say, like, I think this team is better, I mean, like, they're a 45-win team and the Blazers are a 44-win team. That, oh, who, that's, who gets yeah. the injury luck? Like, that's exactly. what we're exactly. Or exactly. who gets the luck of playing the really crappy teams more? Yeah, who gets that heater where Josh Hart makes 47% of his threes for two and a half weeks? Yeah, averages 25 a game. Like, you know, like, it's that's literally going to be the difference in the play in or not for teams. It's as weird as that is. Absolutely. Thanks again to Danny for joining the program. Check out Jack Ramsey's. He's got a 
robust YouTube channel. It's also available wherever you get podcasts. And listen to them on the radio, 12 to 3 on 1080 The Fan here in Portland or wherever you got access to the internet at 1080thefan.com. And come back for Friday's show. We'll have more of my conversation where we play a game of what's more likely. It's a whole bunch of fun. You won't want to miss it. I appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you soon.